Hello, and welcome to another edition of Flying Solo. Hello. I'm here, too. And that voice you hear is the voice of my wife, Chris Golick, at ND Mom, of which this isn't a Flying Solo app. I feel like I talk about this every single time. You think people are sick of me mentioning yes, it? let's just get to the nitty-gritty. Just, just move on from this? Yes. That we're flying solo. Yeah. It's called that, but I'm not really flying solo. We've got a lot of grilled gola questions that are good this week. We've so got a, well. a lot of stuff, and, and a pretty cool thing to start out with. I know yeah. a lot of people, and it's been very very nice of everybody, wondering what I'm going to do next. Again, you know, my, my contract with ESPN runs through the end of the year, so I can't really do anything from a radio, TV type standpoint uh, with anybody else until then. But a great opportunity uh, came up, and I was asked to um, to do something called the fan exam, which is going to be very, very cool. It's, it's by Sidearm Sports, a parent company, um, and its parent company, Learfield IMG College, is going to host this. And it's, it's on, on there, there are a few ways that you can check it out. It's going to start Tuesday, November 10th. It's going to be at 8 o'clock at night. It's going to be every Tuesday and Thursday, 8 o'clock at night, until I believe December 17th, whatever that Thursday is. And it's only going to be about 10 minutes. For those that may have remembered HQ Trivia, um, which lasted about 10 minutes, and you answered 10 10 or 12 questions, but if you missed one, you were out and all that. It was a lot of fun because it's quick and, and, you know, test your your capabilities. It's it's kind of like that, but it's obviously going to be all sports questions. And anybody can be in. Anybody who wants to, uh, that can, uh, there's, there's a few ways you can you can try and, and be in it through a dedicated entry point on the official athletics website. It's over 150 different colleges. Um, a, your mobile app, and you can check it all out at thefanexam.com. You can find out everything in there and how you can be involved in it. And yeah, it'll be 12 uh, sports trivia questions. And the difference of the HQ trivia in this is if you get any wrong, it doesn't matter. you Because we're going to keep a cumulative score for the week and then for the year. There'll be local prizes around the college. There'll be national prizes as well. So Who doesn't love a game? I know. You it, don't it, even have to leave your couch to you, participate. You don't. And it's quick. Like right. everything in society, man, it, it's going to move along. Right. Um, so, so like I said, even if you get them wrong, you're not out of the game. You just keep answering. You just try and get the next one right and the next one right and, and, and keep going all season long. So, again, that starts Tuesday, November 10th, 8 o'clock Eastern time at night. And it's only for about 10 minutes. And I gave you the ways that you could, uh, you could, you could join that or check it out to enter. So it'll be a lot of fun. Uh, and then, again, I'll keep everybody up to breast on what's going on in the next couple of months once uh, I'm going to do something new. Until then, you know, we'll... Have fun doing this. Yep. Uh, I'll keep you busy. You'll keep me. I got a lot of honeydew lists around the house that I've been doing. And uh, uh, one of those, I know we're going to get to the questions, is putting the Christmas trees up. We did it. We put the Christmas trees up at the beginning of November. Um, I felt like I needed it this year. But we're we're normally... We're normally around Thanksgiving. This is the big fight uh, anyway going on, right? It's early November right now as we're taping this. Early November as we're taping this. And yeah, we, uh, we put the trees up. And the quick story, we have, we have artificial trees now, and it's my fault, because we used to have real trees. I was always insistent on the real trees, always. You grew up with real trees. I, did. I grew up with artificial trees. We so. did. Grew up, actually, we'd go out and cut down our own right. tree. So I was real tree. Loved the smell, the, everything about it. Now, the problem was, when I became the adult and the head of the household and wanted the, uh, the tree, I usually dried it out, because I'd forget to water it. And we all know what happens to a dry tree, or maybe you don't. If a tree's dry, 
the needles fall everywhere. And it just kind of dries up and it doesn't last very long. So it wasn't even really no. making it looking good no. until Christmas. So it, that was problematic. It wasn't good. And you gave me one final chance. And okay. listen, it's on me. You, you can sit there and say, oh, she gave you an ultimatum. Yeah, but it was my fault. You had multiple chances. I had it multiple like chances. It was one and done. Already. All I had to do was keep this thing watered and I blew it. So since then, and it's been a long time, uh, we've had artificial trees, but we are always early. I don't know what everybody is out there, but uh, we're always early. And I think this year to boot, man, anything that's going to put a smile on your face. I think a lot of those rules of etiquette of when you start the next holiday are thrown out the window. Man, if it makes you smile and makes you happy, do it now. Yeah, I right? feel like everything outside your front door is kind of chaotic this yep. year. Like yep. You don't know what you're getting when you go outside. So I feel like if you can make your place feel homey and happy, and it, it goes a long way. Because you're spending a lot of time in your house right now. Absolutely right. Um, so I, I think it's absolutely fine to do. We know we have the Sirius XM. They already have the, 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 the holiday Christmas channel. Music. Yep, they have the holiday awesome. pl music playing. I went out. Um, I was driving last night after it was dark outside, and there were people actually with their outside uh <clears throat> Holiday lights up, and it, I smiled. I was like, there's more than just me out there who feels this way. And if it's something that could make you happy and calm you, because we know it's been a crazy year for a lot of things, man, do it. Yep. I mean, as long as you ain't hurting anybody else. Yep. This is a you know, judgment-free year for yeah, everybody. That's exactly it? right, like, man. Again, as long as it's not hurting anybody else. As long as it's not hurting anybody else, man. If you want to put your stuff up early, you go ahead and, yep. and smile and kick back with a hot toddy and, and enjoy, enjoy it. Enjoy your home. Yeah. Absolutely right. So we are all cool with that. Um, so uh, before we get to any of the sports, and there's certainly a lot to go over, I know we always like to do the grill goal. It's we have sports questions and non-sports yeah, questions. I think I'll start with the non-sports. So. You always start with que I always try and highlight the questions I want asked, and you rarely I do. do that. You know what? There's a lot today that I like, so I'm just going to kind of right. pull them off as I see them. All right. Uh, the first one, you love having peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Love. I could. I've always, you know that all question. If, if you end up on a deserted island, you can only have one food. That you had to eat every single meal for the every day for the rest of your life, or to be, I've always said PB and J. It's right up there for me too. The only problem is you got to have some drink with it. You do. And what you are you do. what are you going to drink? I mean, you're getting a, a, a lifetime supply of milk. I mean, it's a hypothetical question. Yeah, yeah, so. but I, I PB and J. Yeah, but this person wanted to know when you're building your peanut butter and jelly sandwich, what do you spread first, the peanut butter or the jelly? <clears throat> so. I'll even get a little more involved. When I make a PB and J, it's a it's a three bread. Three pieces of bread, PB&J. Okay. So I will put PB&J on one slice, PB&J on another slice, jelly on the third slice, flip it over like I've made a sandwich, right. then put jelly on the top of that, and then flip the third piece back over. Wait, so you, do you have peanut butter on two and jelly like on both sides of one? Basically? Exactly. There you go. Okay. Made it easy. Yeah. Peanut butter on two and jelly on both sides of one. Is your peanut butter and jelly... Equal to one No, another. my peanut butter is always a little... I'm a little heavier on the peanut butter. Are you? Yeah, a little heavier. And, and I've made them for you, and I know you don't like it when it's I heavier on the peanut butter. I think I'm more heavy jelly than yeah. I am peanut yeah. butter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... I'm definitely more heavy on the peanut butter, and I get a big glass of milk with it and just go to town. I bet you have one of those later now. Oh, now I know. It's in my mind right now. But yeah, uh, so not only am I a peanut butter first, but I'm a three, three pieces of bread, peanut butter, and jelly sandwich eater. Can't go wrong. I used to see peanut butter and jelly sandwich in our cafeteria in high school every day, and usually with a chocolate shake. 
So, I mean, what's better than that? A peanut butter Nothing. jelly sandwich with a chocolate shake, and then sometimes a, uh, a little Debbie nutty bar for dessert. Wow. Is that not the best lunch ever? And in high school, you can get away yes, with it, right? Yes, you can. Yes. Because Those I, were such great days. I, yeah. <laughs> I had to back off of the PB&Js for a while because I either had a triple-decker or, or I had two. And back in my girthier days, that was like a snack for me. Right. And when you finally, you know, said, all right, enough's enough and cleaned out the house and it was, you know, nuts and fruits and vegetables for snack. It helped a ton. Right. But, you know, I don't go crazy with the PB&J now, but I certainly still enjoy it. That kind of goes to uh, another guy, Tim, who tweeted at us and said, how do you manage your daily meals given your type 2 diabetes? Well, you kind of just answered that. Well, yeah. yeah. I, I Listen, I still eat my, you know, bad food, but I'm probably 85, 15 now. I, yeah. I would say so. Where and we, we just don't keep the stuff in the house. That's the big thing. Once Chris got rid of the bad things or a, a lot of the bad things, that helped a lot. Because I've seen it with that. We've had some extra Halloween candy around. Oh, yeah. No bueno. It's like it's not been good. It's like I think somebody's going to steal it. Right. Every time I walk by, I got to have a piece. So it needs to be out of the house. That's why if you yeah. have something, you have to go out and get it. Or yep. it's just an occasional thing. Yep. But if it's yep. here, you're going to eat it. I'm going to eat it. That's, so, I'm the same way. That's, like, been, that's been the key. So so it's not that my willpower is that great. It's it's not here because Chris doesn't bring it in the house, so I can't eat it. Right. Oh. I did bring us like Dunkaroos in this time. Yeah, little, you did. Little packets of Dunkaroos. I've already killed two of those, by the way. But, yeah, it, it's just hit or miss every yeah, now and yeah, then. Yeah. So just to, to have it be not crazy. Um a couple people asked, are you going to cry when you walk Sydney down the aisle? Now, this isn't happening until 2022. Uh, we decided that we'd wait with the COVID yeah, and with just to kind of let all the stuff year shake out. Next year, the weddings are going to be a lot of the weddings pushed Push this back. year. So, And we, we, we do, would like everything, hopefully, fingers crossed, by April of 22, where we're back to as normal as we can be. Um, sure, I'm going to cry. Uh, Sydney's going to cry for a different reason because this is my plan. <laughs> We've talked a lot about uh, how you know we still pay what Sydney's phone bill. She has a credit card that she's supposed to only use in emergencies, and yet there's an emergency every day, <laughs> according to her. Um, so I think what I'm going to do is when I see her before we walk in, when it's just her and I, I think then. I'm going to have already gotten a hold of that credit card. And when it's just me and her, I'm going to show her the credit card and I'm going to cut it to pieces right there. So when we're walking down the aisle, I'll be crying, but it'll be tears of joy. Sydney will be crying. It'll be tears of pain and anguish because she can't use the card anymore. I often thought, too, that we could maybe do with Sydney at her reception. You know, you have the cake cutting, the father-daughter right. dance. We could have the mom and dad get up together and cut the credit card. And That's throw a good it idea like too. Oh yeah, and just kind of like maybe do a shot after that. The uh, the the bad side of that, and I kid you not, Sydney will hit the ground, grab those pieces. <laughs> She's got that credit card number. Met, she, uh, she does. So she really does. We cancel it. Yeah, we'd have to cancel it. it. Won't stop. Yeah, we would have to what's cancel. What's going on? Uh, but yes, I will cry. I'll cry there, and I'll cry in the father daughter dance. Um, that song will be, uh, uh, it won't be like this for long. That's a Darius Rucker song that, that we, we, we've gone to a lot of Darius Rucker concerts and sometimes Sid and I are there together and it'll always be her and I song arm around each other. And when we're not there, if, if one's there and the other's not, we'll FaceTime when he's singing that song 
to where the other person isn't at it. Yeah, it's yeah. A, oh, I'll be, I'll be a mess. Yeah, I, I think mess. that's going to be the time that gets you the most. It will, without question. Right. The without question. will be happy. Like, we're very happy. Will, well, no, we're very ben happy. Is ben guy. is a great guy. Yeah. But, you know, it's your daughter. And, yeah, that song, that song, that song gets me when I'm sitting in the car alone and I hear, Oh, no. Damn you, Darius. <laughs> Damn you for that. No, it's, 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 oh, it crushes me. Oh, crushes no. me. Yeah, oh, yeah. No. It's going to be, it'll be, it'll be snot bubbles. Right. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. Don't do that to me. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're, you'll be a mess from that. Oh. You, you cried a, a, a sad commercial. I you'll do. be bawling watching us cry. Hopefully not. Because Sid will be I, crying I too. I'm going to go to Jake and Jenny's wedding. Yeah, yeah. Got a little teary at the beginning when I saw Jake see Jenny and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. Overall, like, I consider it to be a happy time, not a sad time. Yeah, We're no, no. our family. Oh, it is. Oh, it's way more happier time, but it's still, you know, it's your daughter. You right. know, you always want to be your daughter's guy, and there's right. another guy. Damn you, Ben. Damn you. <laughs> <laughs> That's taking her. Uh-huh. Uh, so, yeah, that'll be He's something. He's not replacing. He's I know. sharing. I know. Yes. I know. So. He can have her. Jesse, <laughs> Jesse tweeted to us about your cigar choices. Now, uh, I, I, yeah. you don't smoke cigars very often. I smoke cigars basically on the golf course. That's what he asked. Your favorite time to smoke a, a cigar. It's really the only time I smoke now, a cigar. Now, you smoked a cigar after Sydney was born. <laughs> I, well, first about the cigars that I buy. I have no idea about cigars. Usually so, it's something somebody's given to you, Yes, right? somebody's given to me, or when I'll go buy some. If I'm going to a tournament, I'll buy some to give to other people as well. I go in there and ask the person for, like, mild. Right. Mild to medium. Because the mistake I made when Sydney was born, we were living in, we had a house in Orlando. Right? I had just right. retired. So I, I, I had just retired. Basically, again, I retired because nobody wanted me. So, you know. <laughs> that usually is the way it goes. The league retired me. Yes. So we were at our house in Orlando in 94, and Sid was born in December of 94. And I don't know where I got the cigar. I don't know if I bought it and didn't ask anybody, but I bought this thing. And it turned out it was, like, unbelievably strong. So Chris is in the hospital. She had, had Sydney. She's in the hospital. Sydney's in the hospital. Um, Mike my, and Jake you had put to bed. Mike right? and Jake had put to bed. Plus, our in-laws live two doors away, so right. they were there if you know for yeah. the boys. I went out on the back porch and in the screened-in area where the pool was and lit this cigar up, just played some music, was drinking a drink, having a drink, a beer, and smoking this cigar. And about 20 minutes into it, I just leaned over and started puking my guts out. I, I my it, I had the, like the bed spins. I went to lay down. I'm like. What the hell? And I only had the one beer, so right. I knew it wasn't that. Right. So it had to be. And I, and I asked somebody later, and they said, oh, yeah, that was a really strong really? cigar okay. you had. Okay. I just, and I couldn't handle it. Right. So I don't know cigars very well, but I'm, I'm normally, because I don't smoke them as much, I'm of the mild nature. Right. Anytime I've smoked a gar- cigar, it's just been... Because well, you've been blackout drunk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I do. I did get a nice torch lighter because you have to have that on the golf course because right. it's going to be too windy. Right, right. Good deal. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, so we'll move on to uh, sports. You have more questions? Seriously? There's I mean, more, there's I... always so many questions, and you ask three or four, right, and go. that's it. What's your perfect three course meal? That's the one you ask? Yeah. You always like talking about eating. So, I don't mind starting with a salad. I love a wedge. You do love a wedge. I do love a wedge. The kids tease you because they, what but, do they say when but, you, uh, oh, hun. Hun, they, they have, have a wedge. wedge. Yes. <laughs> That's what I say when we're somewhere and we open the menu and they have a wedge. But I would put alongside with that like a shrimp cocktail with the salad. To me, that would count as the appetizer. Okay. My main course is going to be some kind of meat. Right. You know, I'm, I'm kind of a meat. I mean, I eat, I eat chicken, I eat fish and all that. But it's going to be some kind of meat, some kind of an end cut, hopefully. Okay. Um, and then, obviously, you know, there's going to be dessert involved. That's normally going to be, 
I, I like a cake product. We have a really good place if you guys are ever in South Bend. It's called Yesterday's. Yeah. And oh. it is a fabulous place with huge portions. I yeah. mean, you have to go really hungry. Hungry or just know you're going to take, just eat half, know you're going to take, take the other home. half home yeah. and you'll have a I meal mean, for another day. Their homemade desserts are... You walk nice. in and they have a big bowl of whipped cream that they make every day I that mean, I just want to slam my face bowl, in it. We're yeah. talking a big, big It's monstrous. Bowl. Absolutely monstrous. Yep. So, okay, here's, here's one. If... Um, your current self could tell your younger self one thing, what would that be? Well, if it were sports related, it would be work my legs more. Core and legs. Core and legs. See, now when I was when I was growing up and the workout regimen that went on, way different than today, core was never involved. It was like you worked out and then you did sit-ups after, but a lot of times you were too tired from working out, so you're like, screw it, I'm not doing the ab right. workout. Um, that would be that and, and leg strength. Leg, hip, strength, core. I mean, that, that's, that's from a... Name, that's the name of the game. From, from a sports side, yeah. that, that's where your power comes from. We said we will be in charge of that with our grandkids. We're going to make fun exercises where it doesn't seem like it's an exercise right. to them, but they're going to be building their, their core and their legs. And we won't start it too young. We'll no. let the kid maybe be two years old, <laughs> something like that, but before quite, we strap some weights on. It serves you well. In any sport you do, <clears throat> any even, sport, even in general life, no back problems. Yep. Like your the, core, your hips, you your well. legs, man, that is the key without question. We learned that the hard way. You yeah, we did. From a family of bad backs. Okay, at bad backs, my brother Bob was the only one that had strong legs. Mm -hmm. That was it. Uh, but yeah, bad backs, and all our kids went through that. Yeah, uh, pretty pretty it's, bad. It's a bummer. Yeah. So, um, what was your favorite TV show growing up, and could you still watch today? You know what? You know what? I watched every day coming home from school. I think it was on at three o'clock. Lost? Channel. No, oh. I did watch that. Oh, okay, that was about the time I got. I did watch that. Lost in space. Lost in space. Lost, and and they made it like that was one of my Netflix shows. They made a like a modern one, right, right. you know. So I watched it. I wait for the next series, the, right. a season to come out. But that was that one. Was your favorite yeah, warning, warning. I yeah, it yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to watch that all the time. Mine I loved was Brady it. Bunch. That's, I know you were Brady Bunch. Yeah. I know. I was. I was a big fan of the Robinson family. So yeah, yeah. yeah. That's how uh, that goes into another question. Somebody asked what you're watching on Netflix right now. What aren't I watching? I know. On Netflix? I don't know how you keep it straight. But what do you have something you'd recommend to somebody? Uh, I just finished uh, Lucifer. I think five or six seasons. Waiting for the next season. I thought that was very good. Very funny. Very cheeky. Some serious uh, in there as well. I like that a lot. Um, not all on Netflix, but Yellowstone, I'm sure, has been such a hot commodity. We are going to go through Schitt's Creek yeah, because so we're getting going on. We're that. getting going to get going on it. We heard great things. We love the Crown. We know that's coming back. Yep, that'll be back uh, in a few weeks. That's coming back in a few weeks. So uh, I, I have watched. There are things I don't even know what the names of them are. I just see them by the picture and hit play, and I know. I'm on, you know, I'm on, I'm, I love Viking, I love Vikings, that one, but Viking right. or, or old time series like that as well. Right. I'm, I'm a junkie. I'm not you are, lie. you do have a problem. Yeah. All right, I'm going to move to football. Okay. And it says, considering how bad the NFC East is, should the NFL moving forward remove automatic playoff berths for division champs? Absolutely not. No. This comes up every now and again. It's a cyclical thing, man. Really is. I mean, absolutely yeah. not. You win the division. And then you, you go on. Listen, the NFC West, Seattle, San Francisco, Arizona, and the Rams. That used to be a horrible division. 
Horrible division. Now it's like one of the best. It was the best. I don't know if it is now. I mean, there's it's, some teams slipping in there. It's strong. But it's strong. So it, it comes around again. The NFC East is bad now, but but absolutely not. I think it was 2010, 7-9 Seattle. Um, they won their division at 7-9. Played the wild card, I think, against New Orleans, and I think they won. Right. So, no, I am not a fan of that. To me, that is a knee-jerk reaction. I, it all plays out. I would agree. Do you see the 49ers moving on from Jimmy G after this year? I think I do. He's out for the rest of the year. We know he was, you know, they ran the ball lock as they could. There's some questions about his throwing capability. Now, what you have to weigh is, what can I get? Right. What can I get? He signed a very, while well, he made money, no doubt he made good money, he signed a very team-friendly deal so the team wouldn't get hurt badly uh, at all if he were gone next year. So that would it all come down to who do you get? Because you, you, can't, you can't go to shit there. Right. I mean, you have a good team. You have a good running team. You have good receivers. You have an excellent defense. But you've been battered by injuries this year. Heading the headline of there being Bosa being out. But I, I think if you can lock down a better option. You know what some people said? I know he's up there in age and the team he's on, but if, they, if they'll have him there anymore, Matt Ryan. How about Matt That's Ryan going out to San Francisco? Do you think Atlanta's going to let him go? I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what Atlanta's going to do. They're going to have a new coach. They, they may go young coach, and they may say, you know what? Julio Jones is up there in age. Matt Ryan is up there in age. Maybe it start, we start to, to till the soil there a little bit. I don't know if they will or not, right. but they may. Do you think um, Jimmy G will? Do you think he'll go to another team as Jimmy a starter G, then? Uh, Jimmy G to go to another team as a starter? I don't know. He may go to a team like Nick Foles went to a team, right? You know, and you battle for that right. spot. Do you uh, not think it's a little bit, given this year and the the landscape of everything, that a little bit of a knee jerk reaction? I, on it, him? it could be. It could I mean, be. They had a great year last year. They did, but a lot of it wasn't because of him. Right. He had. He had. I mean, he's he's a good quarterback, right. but. When you need to lay the ball on the line, is he the guy? Now, it's not like there's a ton of those out there. Right. He may be good enough. Hell, in all honesty, he was an overthrown long ball away from, you know, uh, in that Super Bowl and making that, that, that a game there. Right. Um, I, I, I don't know. The, the biggest thing to me is I'm not as quick to just scrap somebody if you don't have somebody else. Like everybody talking about, oh, Sam Darnold, what do you do if, if they have the number one pick? That, that's not a question. That's an easy you, one. You know that's you're right. going to get Trevor Lawrence right. if you had the top pick, so right. that's what you do. Right. So. And Sam Darnold, will he go to a team? Sam Darnold, will, oh, Sam Darnold, well, listen. I know he'll go to a team. You'll get all kinds of shots, but going as a starter, I mean, a lot depends on, you know, is Phillip Rivers going to play another year in Indianapolis? If not, are they going to give the job back to Jacoby Brissett? Or do you bring in? Somebody else like that right. to say, you know, it, it's your job. Right. Could the Dolphins sneak into the playoffs and make some noise? Defense Man. looks great. Defense does look great. I didn't agree with Tua going in. Tua, and let's not get crazy. If And people are right. If Tim Tebow had the stats Tua had in his first game, we'd all be ripping Tebow. His stats weren't that great. Right. I mean, they weren't. Didn't turn the ball over a lot, which is great for a young quarterback. I still don't understand why they made the switch. I don't. They kept saying they needed to see him you know what? to make a decision, but no, that, that's that's but, ridiculous. But like and and to, to for the future, but that's where I disagree too. Is like you've got a team completely, of guys completely who are playing di- for this. Exactly year. right. You're in a good spot. Your team hasn't. Couldn't disagree more. Yeah. If you're out of it at week twelve, then you put him right. in for the last four but games. Don't you owe it to the guys on the I, team I, to? I I didn't like the move. Right. Didn't like the move at all. 
Can they sneak in? I, I like Brian Flores, I think, and I like the defense they have going right now. But I'm going to say I don't think so with a rookie quarterback. I just, I just don't think so. I think Tua can be a good quarterback, but it's tough to say, here you go, take us, you know, take us to the playoffs. Right. Uh, to college a little bit. Odds and thoughts of Cincy and BYU crashing Man. The, uh, New, Year, New Year's Six. Yeah, yeah. Th- this is... This is I, 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 Cincinnati looks really good. BYU has Zach Wilson. Uh, their schedule... Now, to BYU's credit, they tried to have a hard schedule this year because that's the only way a group of five is going to get into the playoff is by playing a hard non-conference or hard schedule. Right. Um, and BYU is independent, so uh, I believe they're still independent. Independent, BYU. Um, uh, to, to play a hard schedule, which they wanted to, but obviously with COVID, that all changed. So... I like Zach Wilson. I think he should be up for, up for the Heisman. They're undefeated, but Cincinnati is fickle. Has them playing some ball out there? I would say he's a, a will be a coach of interest. In Without question. Yes. Without question, he'll be a coach. I'd say right now, I would give the edge to Cincinnati as being ranked high enough to be in in a New Year's New Year's Day Bowl over six BYU. over BYU. Yeah, gotcha. the way they're playing right now. All right. Before I go, I'll ask you two more non-sports related, so then you okay. can carry on. All right. Have you eaten anything off the floor in the last ninety days? If so, what? <laughs> I was on a um, a every week now calling college games because we can't go. We're not going to the um, to the site. We do Zoom meetings with the coaches. So, and I can't remember. It was last week if I was talking to the Georgia Tech coaches or the Notre Dame coaches. But I was eating something. I, I moved my face off off the thing, and, <laughs> and it was something crummy. Right. And I dropped some of it on the floor. So while I was talking to them, I wet my finger and pushed it on the crumb so it would stick to my finger and <laughs> ate it off the floor. Sounds about right. So, yeah. So last week I did it. There you go. Yeah. Okay. And the final one, um, chocolate cupcake with vanilla frosting or vanilla cupcake with chocolate frosting? Well, initially, I would obviously say both, um, but I know we can't do that. So, I like chocolate more than vanilla. Right. So, the question will be, would I rather have chocolate icing or chocolate cake, as you hear the dogs Sorry barking? Sorry the dogs. Uh, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, go have fun. They, they see stuff out the front door and they bark. I'm going to go with chocolate icing. Chocolate with the yellow cake? Yes. Oh, I, see, if, that's my choice, too, and I thought you would... I know, if I had to... So, like I said, because I like chocolate more, it's either... So I'm picking chocolate cake or chocolate icing. That's my... And I'll go with the icing. Okay. I'll go with the icing over And then, that. this wasn't a question, but you and I and the boys were talking about this morning. Scariest athlete? We said Mike Tyson is probably the scariest athlete. But at number two, we had James <clears throat> Harrison. I would love to hear some people's thoughts on this. Right. At ND Mom and at ESPN Golick. Scariest athlete. Again... I mean, I mean, seriously, scary because Mike Tyson. Scary. And all I gotta say is, if you didn't see this guy fight when he was younger, get it up on on, on Google or whatever. YouTube, yeah. YouTube. He literally tried to kill everybody, and James Harrison literally tried to kill everybody on the football field. We were talking about the commercial where he yeah. comes at the guy and it's says a great he has commercial. To you to, by contract, he, he has, has to, to tackle, tackle you. you. I mean, um, it'd be terrifying. The dude, ungodly strong in the weight room, he would post his workout videos and an absolute uh, flipping the switch on the field. I, I really am seriously, and I don't mean just a physical athlete. I mean someone 
who had bad intentions for you. And I know in MMA fights and all that, and right. boxing, you have bad intentions right. all the time. You have to. So certainly there would be MMA fighters out there, boxers you would think of. Um, that's why I think Tyson is at the top. But, but tell us your top three. Oh, You're my God. to hear if there's somebody that we're not thinking of out there yeah. that we go, oh, yeah, yeah. Dude, but James Harris, oh, my God. Yeah, he is terrifying. Absolutely so. terrifying. All right, so I guess you're going to talk about Notre Dame Clemson. You want to jump in on that real no, quick? No, no, you no. You can. No. All right. No. Be on your way then. I Be on enough. your way. I overstayed my welcome. No, you haven't. You never have. At least I'll never say that to her face. <laughs> so, college games this week. Now, we see that the MAC is back. They started on, uh, on Wednesday of this past week. And the Pac-12 is back this week. And I actually have a game I was supposed to have uh, myself and Dave Pash we're supposed to do Wisconsin and Purdue, uh, but Wisconsin, yet again, I think they were up to 25 positives, I think 12 student athletes and 13 support staff. So that game is, again, not postponed. It is canceled because of how late they started. And now the Pac-12 is starting, so the game I have this week is Arizona at Utah. But along those lines, already Washington and Cal has been canceled. So right out of the gate, First week, that game has already been canceled. And remember the Pac-12, because of how late they're starting, they, the, the Pac-12 champion, they're all going to have seven games. But if you're talking about being involved in the playoff picture for the committee, would probably need to be undefeated. So they have, the Pac-12 has six regular season games and then the Pac-12 championship. And they're going to do the same thing as the Big Ten. It'll be the Big Ten championship, the Pac-12 championship, and then the, the rest of those conferences will play each other depending on their records just to get an extra game in. But it's six regular seasons for the Pac-12 and then the championship game. So already Washington and Cal will only, will only play uh, they won't get that seventh game in, the six regular season and one extra. So now their total will completely be six. And they won't be the first or the only to be gone in the Pac-12. Already we've seen Wisconsin miss a couple of games. You know, and they came out of the gate strong with a big win, but now a couple of games, you know, going by the wayside. So it is very, very difficult what's going on right now in college football. We still have either – these are cancellations. We have other postponements where they can reschedule – as well, but the games, you know, the games are going on. You want, and and, and I know people are, are saying, oh, they don't care about the student athletes because they keep going on with us. Well, what I would say is they care because they're canceling and postponing these games. I would agree. Now, maybe you don't think they should have started at all, and that's fine if you think that. You're absolutely entitled to your opinion. I guess why I feel they are looking after the students' health now that they decided to go back to ball is because they are postponing and canceling games. They aren't trying to hide positive. They aren't trying to, if a player says, I don't feel that good, they aren't trying to say, oh, we'll just give you some meds, you'll be okay. They're not try- if, it's a, if it's one of their better players, they're not trying to do that. They're sitting those people. And then they're doing the contact tracing and sitting five times that amount of people with, with contact tracing. So I think they are being diligent as far as keeping players out. In the game, again, I'm doing this week, Utah and uh, Arizona. I talked to all the coaches there, and they said even though they haven't played a game, it's been tough for continuity because some players have had to miss because of COVID and more have had to miss because of contact tracing. And they don't try and bring them back too soon. They miss the amount of time they're supposed to miss. So 
the continuity, and we've seen the games have been very different. But So if you're of the ilk, they shouldn't be playing at all. I'm not going to sit here and, and say you're wrong, and I'm happy they're playing. I'm happy there are sports going on, but I, I, I'm also happy that they're when they're having an outbreak or the positives that they're putting those people aside, they're doing exactly what they're supposed to be doing, even though it's going to cost a team like Wisconsin a chance at a Big Ten title or a chance at the playoffs. And it may cost a Pac-12 team the same thing. We'll have to, uh, we'll have to wait and see. Two ranked ranks this week, number 23, Michigan, number 13, Indiana. Indiana coming out of the gate strong. Uh, Michigan, we saw, just got beat by Michigan State. I asked this a couple of years ago when I was still doing uh, the radio show. And it was at the point where, you know, Jim Harbaugh had not beaten Ohio State. He still hasn't beaten Ohio State. And he's beaten Michigan State one time. One time. So between Michigan State and Ohio State, uh, one win against Michigan State, no wins against Ohio State. And I asked a year or so ago, I said, and I was trying to ask a serious question. And, and I know there's two sides of this, and I'll, and I'll get to it. But for Michigan alum, and I being, was asking seriously, how long is that acceptable to you? Now, Jim Harbaugh turned around the Michigan program. It was not in a good place. They were not getting good players at all. And they weren't developing them to the next level. He turned that around. He was getting 10-win seasons. But he was losing to Michigan State, and he continues to lose to Ohio State, and he's not in the battle for a Big Ten championship. And, be, and also because of that, he's not in a battle for the last four in the playoffs. So while there's winning going on, how long is it acceptable to not beat those two teams, especially never have beaten Ohio State. The other side of that is, who are you going to get, right? The other side is, oh, it's just like when I talk about quarterbacks in the NFL, I'll get rid of that guy. Well, who are you going to get? Who are you going to get to replace him? So I think that's a fair ask on the other side if you think about paying off Harbaugh before the, the, his deal's up and getting rid of him, who are you going to get? And is that next person all of a sudden going to get you over the Ohio State-Michigan State hump? Is that what's going to happen? Or do you just keep going with Jim? Now, the most surprising thing I've seen out of Jim Harbaugh, a former quarterback in the NFL, a guy who led San Francisco to the Super Bowl, is he has struggled recruiting high-quality, top-notch quarterbacks. He has. For a couple of years, he had the, the Shea Patterson, the, the transfer in there. And that's been somewhat bizarre to me that somebody known as a quarterback and a quarterback guy has struggled getting a top-quality quarterback at Michigan. So I'm not sure what which way it'll go here because I, I could see the alumni getting a little disgruntled and not beating you know that, that team down south. But I, I would ask again, who are you going to get? Who's that next person that's going to take that job? Because one thing you don't see a lot anymore is Getting your first choice. You, a lot of Michigan alum could be saying, okay, if we got rid of Harbaugh, let's go get that person. And a lot of times, that person doesn't take the job. And I'm not just talking about Michigan. I'm talking about other top schools. You rarely see get their guy right out of the gate. So it's not as cut and dry as it normally is. The other ranked rank is number one Clemson traveling to Notre Dame uh, this week. No Trevor Lawrence. He is going to be at the game, but he'll be on the sideline helping uh, the young freshman quarterback, true freshman quarterback, who took over last week in a very tough game they had against BC. Uh, but they did get the win. 
to now going to Notre Dame and playing there. Again, there'll be no fans. It's not, you know, going to South Bend and playing at Notre Dame is a and really going anywhere, and you had the fans, but there, there's not going to be that, that, that fan base there because they're not allowed to uh, just yet. But what a tough game this is going to be. It's really good that that kid got the game experience last week against BC before he heads uh, to Notre Dame. So we'll see, but, you know, I don't think a loss here for either team ends their season. They're both undefeated. I think if the losing team still wins the rest of their games and the winning team goes undefeated, I think these two teams then will meet in the ACC championship game. And then I think the winner there could be in, and quite possibly the loser there, if, if, you, if they split these games, depending on what the rest of, I mean, say, let's just say Notre Dame wins this game. So, and then they win the rest of the games, and they're undefeated. They're now ranked probably number three, because I think Alabama will be undefeated, Ohio State will be undefeated, and Notre Dame would probably be as high as three. They would beat Clemson without Trevor Lawrence, but, but Clemson would still drop below Notre Dame. So then if Clemson won the rest of their games, there'd still be a top five team probably. Notre Dame would be undefeated. They'd be a top three team. So now say they play in the ACC championship game, and let's say Clemson wins that game 31-28. And now Notre Dame has one loss. Clemson avenged their only loss, but it was a close good game. It could be possible both teams get into the Final Four. We'd have to see what else happens there uh, as well with the other conferences. So... Time will still play out a lot in this, but I look forward to this a a lot. Notre Dame's got an excellent running game. Their passing game, they lost their top receivers from last year. I think Ian Book can be really great at times. It can be inconsistent at times. He does a great job making decisions, understanding coverages, and when to take advantage of them. Sometimes the throws aren't where they need to be all the time. The Notre Dame defense is fantastic. It reminds me of the 2012 Notre Dame defense, which was the tops in the country, uh, and they were undefeated before they got beat badly in the title game against Alabama. This defense for Notre Dame has a lot of speed, and Clemson is always talented, always a tough defense. Even the young players coming in, Travis Etienne still there and running the ball great, catching it out of the backfield great. So I think this is going to be an excellent matchup. Interested really to see what this true freshman quarterback is going to do on the road in a, in a one-versus-four game. So that really is kind of the game of the weekend. You know, we've had games of the weekend. Two week, couple of weekends ago, it was Alabama and Georgia. Last week, it was Ohio State-Penn State, which didn't turn out to be, you know, that great of a game. Or that uh, I thought it would, you know, people wanted it to be close. But remember, Penn State had lost the first game, and now it's going to be Notre Dame and Clemson. And then... Uh, we move on to the NFL and what's going on there. And we see COVID is obviously having its effect there uh, as well in what's happening. Um, I, I look at the schedule this week and there's some really, really good matchups that I'm looking forward to seeing. And they, they had some involved division leaders. I look right out of the gate. Seattle going to Buffalo. Both of those teams are leading their divisions. This is in Buffalo. This is a West Coast team going east and playing a 1 o'clock game where the record usually isn't too good for a West Coast team. Josh Allen has, has put his name in the MVP, you know, with, a, with a, 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 some other names, including Russell Wilson. Uh, we'll see what the weather's going to be. Now, this week it's been beautiful here on the East Coast, so I think the weather's going to be just fine, and Seattle's not going to be dealing with any garbage weather. At least I don't think so at this point. Uh, and Seattle's defense has been struggling, so can Josh Allen, that Buffalo offense, take advantage of a defense that's been hurting a little bit. A couple other games. Look at look at the second place team 
in those same divisions. Miami is going to Arizona. It's different here. East going to West. And I think this is the, the first game in 20 years, or maybe ever, I, I can't remember the stat altogether, where the opposing quarterbacks both are wearing the number one. Kyler Murray wears one and Tua wears number one. So Miami, which, hey, you know, they're only a game behind Buffalo right now in the standings. Just a game behind them. Buffalo sitting there at 6-2, and two, and uh, the Dolphins sitting at 4-3. and three. So actually, four, it's seven games, eight games, so they're more than that behind. But just one loss in the loss column behind uh, Buffalo. So going out to Arizona, as I said, I did not agree with the move to go to Tua. We'll see how he does out there. Kyler Murray, this, this, this uh, Arizona Cardinal team, you know, came out of the gate hot, tripped up a couple of times, Detroit, Carolina, but now has been playing well again. So I think I do like Arizona at home in this one. But they're two, again, second-place teams, both one loss in the loss column, one back from their leaders there. And then you have the second meeting now with New Orleans and Tampa Bay. Now, New Orleans won the first game, first game of the season that was in New Orleans, and that's what you need to do in division, win your home game, and that's what I think Tampa's going to do in Tampa. Uh, They're playing well right now. Uh, I think New Orleans, you know, the whole Michael Thomas situation, you know, normally one of the best, if not the best receiver. He's had issues with teammates. He's had injuries there. It's just not not going as smooth there by any stretch of the imagination. So I believe I'm going to like Tampa at home here. And we'll see, you know, what, what, these, what these bad teams uh, can, can, can do if they can pick it up. The NFC East, which is horrific right now. You have the Philadelphia Eagles leading it away at 3-4-1. Washington at 2-5. Dallas at 2-6. Giants at 1-7. It's an awful, awful division. And Dallas, God knows who's going to play quarterback anymore. So it's been rough there, you know. And, and let's be honest, you know, we're, we're at the halfway point just getting there, getting past for some teams. You know, where we start looking at the draft. You know, you start looking at the Jets having not won a game yet. You're looking at the Giants only winning one game. Uh, you look at Jacksonville just one game. Cincinnati just one game. But you know they're set uh, at quarterback. I, I, even though Cincinnati only has uh, – I'm sorry, Cincinnati has two wins. That's my fault. My bad. you got to give them every credit for every win uh, that they have. They're 2-5-1. and one. But I, I really like what Joe Burrow has been doing. So – you know, we see where this is going. Let's see if the, if the best keep getting better. Uh, you know, we only have one more undefeated team uh, in the uh, in the NFL, and that's the Pittsburgh Steelers. So can they remain that way? And then I look for New England. Now, I think they, listen, if they lose this Monday matchup against the Jets, then everything we've been saying about New England, uh-oh, is absolutely confirmed. Uh, they should be winning this game. If not, they do have some real, they have issues anyway. Uh, but let's see if they can keep themselves uh, in play with Buffalo at the top, and quite honestly, with Miami right there as well. So, uh, decent amount of you know good games coming on this week. Let's see if anybody, any of the better teams, get tripped up. Any of the good teams can show some life. You know who knows. Uh, we will see. Uh, so again, uh, I'll, I'll say if you want to uh, coming up starting Tuesday, November tenth, it's called the Fan Exam. You can check it out at thefanexam.com and find out how you can be part of it. Uh, it's just like HQ Trivia, if anybody remembers that. Uh, about 10 minutes on Tuesday night and Thursday night, starting November 10th, 8 Eastern, we're going to do it uh, until for six weeks. Uh, 12 questions, 12 trivia questions, and see what you can do. 
If you miss a question, doesn't matter. You're never eliminated, and we keep your cumulative score to see what kind of prizes that you could win. So I'm looking forward to that. Looking forward to having a lot of fun. I'll talk about that again on the Flying Solo podcast once it gets started. Uh, until then, enjoy. And if that means putting up a Christmas tree and singing some Christmas songs right now, have at it. Be good to one another.